Hey y'all, it's a two cups of tea. And you know, I love having a hot cup of tea when I'm talking to my girl, Trudy. I know that's right. And you know why? Because I'm always spilling that tea. <laughs> so they need to grab their cup of tea and join you and I every week on our podcast, The Two Cups of Tea. Hey y'all, it's Trudy. Hey, and it's Tisha. We're back. Yes, we are. (laughs) Two Cups of Tea. We are back at season two of our Two Cups of Tea podcast. Good to be back, girl. It is. We have been some kind of busy. But first, Tisha and I are actually having the same tea today. This uh, cook that I follow on Instagram, he has a line of teas out called Fit Man Cook Teas. This is his high energy tea. We need all the energy today because we got lots of tea to spill. Yes, we do. Thank God we have this tea. Yeah. Girl, it has been two months since we stopped what our last episode. I think you're right. It's definitely been yeah, about eight weeks. Yeah. We have taken this time to do a lot of things. We regrouped. Yep. We took care of self. Yes. We took care of family, yep. kids, husband. What else? We just took some time for ourselves. And it was nice. It was needed. It was needed. One of the things we did, actually, you guys, the day after we wrapped our oh. first season of Two Cups of Tea, me and T went and got tattoos. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, I, I have one tattoo, I must admit. I, I'm a girl only has one, but I have mm-hmm. it so people can't see it unless they're very special to me. I'm going to leave it at that. <laughs> But I decided um, I wanted to get a tattoo in memory of my brother who passed away in October of 2019. So he was a he was a Renaissance man, meaning Mm -hmm. he did so many different things. He was an acrylic painter, artist. He played the guitar, owned a music store, cook, veteran. He did all types of stuff. But anyway, one of his many passions was playing music. So I got a, a tattoo in the shape of one of his guitars. And then his name inside of the guitar, which was his um, uh, stage name. Stage name. Yeah. Okay. And it was Jungle. So. Loved it. Yeah. It didn't hurt that bad though, did it? No, but I did want to fight that guy. You know, I told him that. <laughs> I loved him though, Seth. Shout out to Seth, located in downtown Frederick. Look him up. What's the name of his shop, T? Oh God, I cannot remember. I can't remember. Yeah, we'll, 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 listen, we'll put it in the notes for you guys to have. But if you live in the Maryland area, please do check out Seth. He is he is all of that and so. That's right. And it didn't even take that long. Yeah. And for me, I decided to get a tattoo down my neck. Not You can't see it unless you kind of, if I had a you know, particular shirt on, but I have the word faith because faith has brought me through a lot of things and mm. it felt right to get it. So that's where I got my, my tattoo and I love it. Mm. It's nice. Yes. Yeah. So I, would, I would say kind of sexy. Yes, I mean. it is. <laughs> Sure, my husband would say that too. <laughs> well, we may find out sooner than later <laughs> what he thinks about your tattoo. That's right. But uh, there's a holiday coming up. Uh, always comes up every year, the third Sunday in June. You know, I get mad when people be like, when's Father's Day? It's the, the same, same every year. Yes. It's not the same day right. of June, but it's the third, third Sunday in June. Yeah. So don't ask nobody else that, y'all. If y'all out there still asking people grow up, <laughs> you ought to know this. <laughs> But uh, yeah, Father Father's Day is coming up. So when you think of Father's Day, T, what does it bring back? Like anything from childhood, adulthood? You know what? I'm going to say fatherhood probably has much more. Uh, I remember it more 
being with my husband, Daryl. Okay. Now I grew up with a dad, mm-hmm. but he was what I would call a workaholic. Okay. So I just don't recall having moments of it's father's day let's go take your dad out and buy gifts Mm -hmm. I mean I I think he just worked so much that we just didn't celebrate him Mm -hmm. that way not saying that we didn't I just really don't recall it um my real dad he he was not around like Mm -hmm. that so I never really got to spend father's day with him um but I do know that my dad was a provider so he just was out there always working and providing for us but um, memory wise don't have it okay let's see for me I don't necessarily remember us. My parents divorced when I was about 13 or 14. Mm-hmm. I don't remember us celebrating Father's Day or even Mother's Day right. really like that as a kid. I'm sure we did. Right. I don't remember it. I think I started really uh, becoming cognizant of it as late in my teens, like late high school. Mm-hmm. And then I remember us um, going over to my grandma's house when it was Mother's Day. My mom would always take her out and do stuff. And I would, you know, do a card for my mom or clean up a little extra. Um, and Father's Day, again, we celebrated um, with my grandfather. Now, when I became a working adult, I always acknowledged my dad. Mm-hmm. He lives in another state for Father's Day. And then obviously, since I've been married, I really try to make sure that my kids, you know, support their dad, show him love every day. Right. Obviously Father's Day, he might get a little extra yeah. love and attention, mm-hmm. but Father's Day is really every day. Yeah. So, yeah. They do a lot. Yeah, they do. I know we mothers get all the recognition. And, and we know, should. Which, yes, we do a lot. <laughs> we do. But these these fathers out here, our yeah. husbands, they equally, they do a lot as well. Yeah. So. And we know that there are, there are instances where, um, it's, you know, specifically in the black households that some fathers are not there, you know, it might've been military or something happened where they, you know, they're already marginalized in this country anyway and mm-hmm. treated less than. So there may be people like me who come from divorced families mm-hmm. and still have a very close relationship with their dads or people who didn't have their dad in their life, but they still had a father figure. So with that in mind, Tisha and I thought it would be great to bring our husbands on for a Father's Day episode and to talk about fatherhood and what it means to them. So Tisha, I'll let you start off. Okay, well, we've said their names plenty of times, but without further ado, I wanna introduce my wonderful, loving and supportive husband, Daryl. Hello everyone, how you doing? Yay, welcome. Thank you, thank you, glad to be here. Glad to have you, honey. So for those, so in our household, I am referred to as my love. Oh. And I always call him honey. Oh. So if I say the word honey, <laughs> then you know why I'm saying it. Okay. Honey. So. <laughs> <laughs> honey. Honey. <laughs> okay, let me stop. Let me stop. Let me stop. Let me stop. I am so happy to have my husband with me today who's been supportive. Wonderful dad. Miss now, for those who have known me many years, when we first got together, I liked calling him Charles. But in the last half, probably the last, I don't know, 10 years or no, so I called him Chuck. So anyway, welcome, babe. Hey, what's up, baby? <laughs> okay, uh Daryl and Tisha here too. So <laughs> but you know what? First, I want to just say I'm just so proud of you, oh, Tisha, doing this you. podcast. And thank I feel you. So honored to be a part of this podcast, and I'm excited to be in this podcast. So, hey, let's get rolling, baby. Oh, God. <laughs> okay. We kept us quiet long enough, hadn't we? He'd have held it in. We should say, Tisha and I didn't say this, but we would like to salute 
Chuck and Daryl for being the first guests that we've actually had yes. on our podcast besides us talking. Yes. 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 We've Thank been talking about us. it for a while. But, yeah. Uh, oh, and another thing, we should let people know that we are actually all together. Yes, we are all together. Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we are to, the first. Well, no, we were, we've been together, but yeah, we haven't but, been together in a long. All four of us have not been together since 2019. I think my mom's party. I think that's yeah, the yeah, last time all four of us have been together. Yeah. So this is fun. It is. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, sure is. Yeah, and we are drinking tea, believe it or not. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what well, well, up? What kind of tea are you drinking? Oh, I'm drinking green tea, Decaf, y'all. <laughs> yeah, he don't need no caffeine. <laughs> And what about you? I'm a simple drinking honey, lemon, ginger tea. Okay. And uh, audience out there, he's going to leave me some of his tea that he drinks every day. The yes, same one, right? Same one all day. So I'll let you guys yes. know about it on the next uh, episode. Yeah, he loves it all day. Oh, wow. Well, thank you both for really joining us today. I know your schedules can get busy, but yeah. we thank you for taking the time to uh, join this podcast of ours. We're excited. Anything for you. So sweet. <laughs> Yeah, they lined us up for something. Anyway. <laughs> so, fatherhood. Fatherhood. We want to talk about fatherhood. Mm-hmm. Fatherhood. So, let me ask you something. And either one of you can chime in first. It doesn't matter. When you think about fatherhood, what comes to mind? Who wants to go first? Daryl? For me, I look at fulfillment. Mm. Always wanted a family. Mm-hmm. Always wants a beautiful I don't care if it's a boy or girl, mm-hmm. but I wanted someone to call my own. I wanted to teach them, love them, and just be around them. Mm-hmm. Okay. And we had those wonderful kids. <laughs> yes. Okay. So it's a challenge. It's a challenge. But the same token, I would not give it up for anyone. Good. Love that. Good answer. I love that too. Yeah. It sounds, yeah. So, I mean, that's what everybody wants to hear. Right, mm-hmm. that you you're embracing this role you wanted it, and because you wanted it, you put your all into it. Put your all in. Yeah, that yes. that makes me feel all gooey. I don't want to get emotional. It's too early. It's too early. Too early. Get emotional. Okay, babe. Yeah, and I mean, just to piggyback off of there, I mean, one thing I can say is just pride. Mm-hmm. You know, pride in your in your kids. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's yes. the most thing, and 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 the, and the love that you show them to to your kids. Um, it's nothing like um, being proud of your children mm-hmm. and nothing like giving love yes. to your children. One. Yes. Um, because, you know, I can go on and on just giving love. Yeah. Love and pride. And, you know, love is, <clears throat> we talked about love in one of our previous. I, I will say that the love of your child, I mean, mm-hmm. it's, <clears throat> excuse me, it's, it's different than your spouse. Yes. Oh, absolutely. But it's that, you know, we're thankful that um, God chose us to be the parents to our kids. That's right. And, Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's nothing's perfect, but wouldn't trade it for nothing. Yeah. I mean, when you look at your kids, I mean, Mm -hmm. they're just many yous in some aspect. Yeah. That part's hard sometimes. (laughs) Yeah, it is hard. Especially when you got your flaws and imperfections walking around and you showing them, you're like, is that who I am? Oh, Lord, how can I correct it? I I might can't fix me. Well, I think everybody's always fixable, but you know, I think that um, I'm trying to remember. uh, That's what I was going to ask both of you. Okay. What was your reaction when you knew that you were becoming uh, a father, or that you know? Wow. Well, when I I know when you first told me, I mean, 
man, I was like, thought I was jumping on the moon. You know, <laughs> I was just so happy. Um, you know, and then I found out it's gonna be a little girl. To, I mean, what father don't want a little girl? I mean, well, you know, um, there's always that daddy's little girl. You know, you just want to spoil your little child and 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 just um, somebody that's gonna um, have the last name and mm -hmm. you can take them to the park and mm -hmm. feed them and bathe them and clothe them. Um, I mean, just, just, it's just so much uh, joy. And then the preparation when you know that this human being is mm -hmm. coming to the earth, um, putting together, uh, putting together the uh, Ayana uh, nursery mm -hmm. and the crib. Mm -hmm. And um, and then of course our mothers, they got all involved in it. Our grandparents got all involved, they were diapers and everything. Um, it was just a lot of um, excitement and um, just, just, I just couldn't wait for Ayana to come in. Right. So, so oh, go ahead. I have a question. So, did you always know you wanted to be a father? I mean, once you got married. Oh, um, oh, absolutely. Um, <laughs> um, well, first of all, I didn't know I was going to be married. Okay. But I do know at some point in time that I was going to be a father. Oh, oh and, okay. And I did know that when I become a father, mm -hmm. um, and I'm just, I'm just saying it's because of my past, mm -hmm. of my past relationship with my father. Mm -hmm. I just knew that um, um, I may not agree with his, um, the way he um, was, a, was a father to me, mm -hmm. that I, I just knew that I was just going to be 100% better. I right. was going to be totally different. Okay. You know? Right. Um, so I already knew off the bat. That's good. So you may not really knew that you wanted to get married, but you knew without a doubt oh, I, oh, that you wanted to be a father. I mean, we don't want to go and knock the park. Okay. But not, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I, I knew that was going to happen. No, that's good. I mean, I was going to take care of my responsibility. My mother didn't even have to tell me, you know, you know, you, you, you have your responsibility. She didn't even right. have to tell me that. I right. knew what my, uh, my responsibility, uh, right. you know, what my responsibilities are. Mm -hmm. So... No doubt. Yeah. And what about you, Darren? What did fatherhood mean to you when you first knew that you was going to become a father? Oh, well, actually, we prayed on it. We planned this. Okay. Uh, pregnancy of kids. Okay. Um, the thing was that it was overwhelming. Mm -hmm. And the things that she was going through, it's like they was already here because I was taking care of her. Mm -hmm. And I mean, it was just fulfillment of joy. Mm. You know, and when they came, I was in the room. Mm -hmm. Ooh, that was something. It's like the doctor almost dropped one, mm. trying to go in there the fumble. You know, <laughs> so yeah. it's like um, from there you didn't want to let go. Mm -hmm. You know, um, you knew this was your responsibility. Mm -hmm. You took on this. Mm -hmm. You asked for this. You prayed for this. Right. And then you granted this. Right. God. Yes. So it's like it helped you turn your life around because I lived. So many different lives. Mm -hmm. But when that came along, it's like do inventory on yourself, check yourself. Mm -hmm. And and it worked out really good. Yeah. You know, and took the time to turn things around. But at the same token, like I say, I wouldn't give it back anything in the world. It was a gift from God, and that's love. And that's what I learned. Love. Yeah. Right. And you can also say, I mean, even though you know we have the two girls together. I'm sure you felt the same joy when oh, you had. I want to mention it. I want to mention mm -hmm. Tamara. Mm -hmm. Okay, I had Tamara, and now she's 33 years old now. 
she was always in my life, mm-hmm. always with me, you know, but it came at a time when there was a separation, mm-hmm. you know, um, me and her mom was just best of friends. Okay. So she had her life over there and I had my life over here, but that little one, mm-hmm. you know, she stayed in the middle of us, no matter what, that was our, that was our bond. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, and then the separation came from periods of time leading on, but now we are so tight that we communicate a lot and everything. So, um, same as I have for my kids, I have for my oldest. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And nothing will divide us, mm-hmm. you know, and come between us. Yeah. Um, it was just full of joy when she was born. Yeah. Right. The day she was born, I was somewhere else. I jumped up in the middle of the night. My daughter's born. Yeah. That feeling, that bond that God gives you. And you can't take that from them. No. no I mean, we can hear it in your voice, the genuineness of it. Yeah. And, uh, I think we are two blessed women that we have husbands who wanted to be fathers, who embraced it, Mm -hmm. who who used their experiences and their past Mm -hmm. to really form the kind of fathers they wanted to be. That in itself is a blessing. And it's just I don't know. It just. It's just wonderful. I used, I've always told Chuck and I don't know if I told you lately, but I used to always say no matter what happens. I want you to always be the father that you are today to your children, no matter what. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, sometimes, and you know, in life, you know, as you know, you guys have been married a while that, you know, things happen, right? And things mm-hmm. come up and you don't ever want your children to feel any, you know, we get frustrated and, but you don't want to take it out on the child, right? right. Because, mm-hmm. you know, you always, always think about for me, because my parents were divorced, I always felt that, you know, certain things uh, that I probably learned early on in life because of that, you know, mm-hmm. you know, and I always wanted our our children to be children as long as they could. So you always want to protect. I mean, you know, you'll have a child that's 20 something and you still feel like oh, protection, yeah. but, oh, you, yeah. but you got to You got to let them fly and grow. Yeah. But I mean, just that like the feeling that both of you described of like that that instant love and wanting to fulfill your responsibility is what fatherhood is and i I don't think you guys could have described it any better you really did a great job with that Mm -hmm. but tisha and i thought we would do something fun so i know my husband well and she knows her husband well and knows what he is as a father but we thought we switch it up a little bit that's right and i get to ask d some questions <laughs> and Tisha get to ask chuck some questions oh boy <laughs> so mm. i think we should do maybe like three questions each yep. and uh i might just throw in a random let's do four i don't know let's just do some stuff <laughs> you know that's me know it <laughs> so um i'm gonna start to warm it up because so what makes a good father, in your opinion? What makes a good father? You know, I, I thought about it. I never thought about it. Mm-hmm. I just do. Okay. Okay. So your responsibility is set in. Your instinct is set in. I want to teach my kids, which though they always depend on me. Mm. They always turn to me. Okay. They always talk to me about anything. Okay. Okay. At the same token, as you're expressing yourself to me, I have an ear for you. I've been through a lot of things in life, mm-hmm. so have it here for me. Mm. So you have to work and go through the things that I might have been through. Mm-hmm. So the fatherhood is like, it's like our father God. Mm. We have to listen. Yeah. We have to stand fast. We have to be obedient. Mm-hmm. We woke up in this world. We don't know everything. 
Right. We learn as we go. Mm-hmm. But I always tell my kids, look your best, do your best, and be at your best at all times. So then you can't come up short mm. because you did your part. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And for me, that's fatherhood, just being there, okay. teaching them, loving them, nursing them, listening to them, mm-hmm. spending quality time with them. I like that. Look your best. Do your best. Do your best. Do look your, your best, best. And be at your best so you never time. come up short. I like that. <laughs> he says it all the time. Yeah, I like that. I yeah. might have to use you that. You can't go wrong with that. Yeah, you don't, you don't hit it all. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, look my best. Hey, do my best. I'm going to be at my best so I won't come up short. Okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> oh, no, that was good, honey. I yeah. remember you. I really remember you saying that a lot. And yes. as the girls, you know, the girls, when they're younger, they, they listen all the time. And now that they've grown a teenager, sometimes you just feel like they're not listening mm-hmm. until they do something or say something. And then it, you realize they are listening. Mm-hmm. Right? And we're learning that yeah. more and more as they mm-hmm. get older. Yes. Um, so, Chuck, I want to ask you this. Did you have did you have a mentor growing up? And if you did, who was it? Oh, wow. A mentor yeah. growing up? Mm-hmm. You know, um, I had quite a few um, mentors, um, you know, growing up. Um, they would be my uncles. Okay. Um, you know, um, I don't know. Well, I'm not quite sure if you know my father. He, you know, he was killed in a car accident um, when I was 15. Oh, no. Okay. Know. Yeah, when, was 15, when I was 15. Okay. But um, after that, um, I have quite a few uncles that um, I have one that teach me how to drive, mm-hmm. um, one that, you know, that instilled confidence in me anytime I would go out in the streets or what have you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, my mom, she, you know, she was concerned because I have, I have a hearing disability mm-hmm. and she was afraid I wasn't going to hear anything, you know, but she was like, oh, you, know, you need to go on out there in the street right. and, um, and, and learn some of these things. And then, um, and then once I got into the workforce, right. and um, I had quite a few guys, uh, men, who helped me along the way. And, um, you know, I had, uh, I had one gentleman, uh, I don't know if I could say his name, but, um, he, you know, he encouraged me to go back to school. Oh. And then, yeah, I went back to school. I had this, another gentleman, um, when I first came on board, mm-hmm. And I've been knowing this, this man uh, 30 some years. Mm-hmm. And um, he just basically, you know, it was kind of like hands on. You know, I, I, I could just go to him and ask him questions. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he would help me out, whether it was finance, whether it was um, women. Or, matter of fact, um, when I was dating Trudy, mm-hmm. he was like, you know, this is what you need to do. Mm-hmm. You know, this is how you should be going about doing it, mm-hmm. you know. And, um, and then when it came time to, um, you know, how to how to dress appropriately when you go to work, mm-hmm. and how you act when you go to work. So yeah, I had um, quite a few mentors uh, at my at my job, and as far as my family life, which were uh, my uncles. That's good because a lot of I've never I don't recall ever hearing somebody say that somebody on their job took on that type of role. Oh. So that says a lot. Oh, I mean, yeah. you trust because you know we do work with people more so than right. you're, you're at home. home. Right. So to for you to have that trust in this person right. to develop uh, you as you continue to grow. Oh, absolutely. And and as a matter of fact, you know, unfortunately, you know, he um, he he retired. Okay. Um, 
as an appreciation for him, mm-hmm. um, I put together a retirement party for him. Oh, yeah, right. it was it was really he did a bang up job. It was really nice. I helped him, and he yeah, did he yeah. did most he did most of it, but right. I did help him, and it was oh wow, that. his family pre yeah. Did he even know that you appreciated his valuable input in mentoring him? You know, um, oh, I told I mean, him. He, know oh, the he, oh, he gave him a speech, and oh, yeah. um, actually, this person, well, we're getting a little bit off topic, but I, I just want to say that one time Chuck got sick at work, and I remember him calling me, and I had to go to the job, and mm-hmm. he consoled me. So he he definitely knows his impact. I mean, Chuck gave a speech at the retirement to say what he oh. meant to him and what he did, and everybody around, they just couldn't believe that. You know, he met Chuck, like you said, when he was 20 something coming in mm-hmm. to the that workforce. Was that was most yeah, important. and uh, yeah. really showed him some things. So. Oh, oh, yeah, he showed me some things. Yeah. You know, I mean, of course, you know, I was a little hard headed. You know, <laughs> you could tell me, you, know, nah, Chuck, you, know, you, don't, you don't need to be doing that. Right. Sure enough, I did the stupid thing. And I said, he just told me not to do that, you know. And, uh, but, um, um, but it's all good. But, um, you know, I'm thankful for that yes. mentor in my life. That's good. Yeah. That's a good story. Yes. That's a good Thanks one. For sharing that one. So that my turn. Mm-mm. Tell me what is one of your least proud moments of a dad? Something you did that you was like, mm, I shouldn't have did that. Mm. But you know, it's a but. So it's a two-parter. It was not a proud moment for you as a dad. You felt bad about what you did. What was their learning lesson behind it? Like you did something that you didn't like that you did, but later it turned out to be a lesson. Yeah. If you need to think about it, it's I okay. Think about that. Okay. It's probably a couple. Yeah. <laughs> or more. Okay. You know? Oh, they make me proud all the time. Okay. Okay. All the time. And they have a lot in me, especially mm-hmm. Daria and, and Tamara. They have a lot in me. Mm-hmm. Okay. That mouth. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm good at that. <laughs> Say the best, rather. Okay. And Sometimes like you want to take charge. You don't want to, I didn't listen to them. Okay. Okay. You know? So that might be something that yeah, you're not so proud of. Okay. And I didn't listen. Okay. Okay. And I want to get my point across. Okay. But always take time out. Ding, ding. Go in your corner. I go in my corner. I take a walk. Mm-hmm. I come back. Okay. And I apologize. Oh. And I listen. That's, so, wait a minute. You So you, you've you apologized to your child? Oh, yes, yes, oh. yes, yes. Now yes, that, I'm yes, impressed. Yes. Yeah, I really? Know, I know me. Yeah. And everything. I want to shut things down. I'm, you know, probably had a bad day. Or went so when, things, when you so say sh- when you say shut down, do you mean like you yelled and and that's probably what you meant? Okay. Or didn't want it? I heard a piece of it. Okay. And didn't hear all of it. Okay. You know, and like I said, I get directly to the point. I'm very direct, and they like mama go around Robert Louis Bond to the story. <laughs> but it's good. I listen to that also, right? For the same token, I didn't listen. Okay. And I had to come back and apologize and listen to the full story. And then afterwards, they come and give you a hug. Oh. You know, and that really surprised me. They want that attention. They, they need that, that love. attention. Yes. They need that, you know, and I said my least, oh, it's probably a lot of those. Okay. But um, still, well, you I really think, don't. Okay. I really don't have a lease. Okay. You know because it all works out in the end. In the end, it's like you can tell them something, teach them now, right? And they probably don't pick it up. Mm-hmm. But I've seen it as they grew. Like, okay, they got in that situation. Look how they handled that. Mm-hmm. You know, so you know, I can't say not a least proud. No. Okay. Well, that's good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So why, why did you say um, you was um, impressed that he was um, apologize? Apologize because. 
I mean, this is listen out there, you men. Don't come, don't come sending me no messages or talking about Trudy running her mouth. It's not easy for anyone to apologize, and it's hard for men, in my personal opinion, in my experiences, to apologize, especially to a child, because the way we were raised, or in my generation, Generation X, was that you, you, um you don't apologize to no child. I'm the adult and I'm right and you wrong, you gotta learn. So for you to number one, acknowledge that you you were wrong and not just acknowledge it with them, but you let the child know, I'm impressed. That's why I'm impressed. I think that's impressive. Because we we sometimes don't even apologize to each other. We did wrong and you stand fast like, you know? I learned that from a gentleman who's passed now and he told me, I used to do a lot of things while I was young. Yeah, it feels always bad, but for, for them, yes. And I used to say, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Say, son, come here. He said, you use that word a lot, but you keep doing the same thing. Mm. He said, now the thing is, you keep using the word sorry, why? If you're gonna do it again, why do you keep saying you're sorry? Mm-hmm. He said, I apologize. Mm-hmm. Use the word apologize. Mm-hmm. Okay, that can help you. Step on the shoe at the club, I apologize, we're having a good time. Mm-hmm. Okay, you can get away with that. But when you say you're sorry, that means you never do it again. Mm-hmm. And so it may, it stuck with me. I okay. still use that today. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's interesting because he does say, I apologize more than he says the word sorry. And I don't think I've heard that story. Yeah. See? So, That's yeah. what this is about, girl. Learning, <laughs> sharing. Killing all the children. Yeah. So now it's your turn for a question, Chuck. Mm-hmm. What has been one of the hardest moments you had being a father? Oh, man. Why was it hard? You had to think about it. Hardest moment. Probably you have to, I'm not going to say the hardest moment, mm-hmm. but um, sometimes when you have to tell your child no. Mm. Yes. Okay. That can Ugh. be hard. Like I, I, might, I might want something and I have to tell him no. Mm-hmm. Um, he wanted to, I can't think from the top of my head, he wanted to play a, maybe a sport or not, or he wanted to do something, and I just had to tell him no. And come on, Dad, no, no. Uh, same thing with Ayana, mm-hmm. you know. Other than that, I, I really don't have that much of a, any hardest moment with my kids because, like I said, you know, I, I hate to bring it back you know, because of, of my past, mm-hmm. um, you know, there just wasn't a lot of um, um, opportunity for me and my brother, uh, but I'm not going to speak, well, I'm going to say for me and my brother. Mm-hmm. And I just always felt like when I became, you know, when I become a father, I'm going to make sure that um, I give everything I can, that I can mm-hmm. to my children they will be allowed to do whatever that they want to do to, uh, to my children. So you give them that independence. So is it hard for you to tell them? I know you've said, you know, you have yes. to say no, but are you the yes dad? Do they yes. come to you because they know they can get away with more? Um, are yes. You, are you easier on them? Yes. Let me just say this. I have a, um, let me just as you probably can already see, Trudy is the discipline. I'm not. Right. Um, it's very hard for me to do that. I can sit down and talk to Amari, 
you know, I, I know he's a, young, he's a mm -hmm. boy, he's 11 years old. Mm -hmm. And there had been some situations, you know, he had some issues with the school. Yeah, I want you to bust out and I approach the book. Mm -hmm. But I had to let him mind enough to look, I can't do this all the time because mm -hmm. you're going to have to step up, mm -hmm. you know. And if you have a problem, I mean, I want you to tell me, but I'm not going to go to the best stop. Okay. Right. So, um, so what I'm, so what I'm saying is, is that, um, it's just, it's, you know, it's, it's just, it's just kind of hard for me to, to, to really discipline. And, and I'm afraid that, um, if, if I do mm -hmm. discipline Amari or something like, and I know the boys are entirely different than girls. And I've only spent Ayana one time. Whoa. One time. Other than that, it's been nothing but verbal. And I'm sure you probably felt bad for doing it that one time. Um, uh, no, I did not. Oh, really? No. Okay. I thought, no, because she, she needed it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> it was, um, uh, uh, disclaimer here, uh, people. Uh, he's saying spanking. Nobody was corporally or abusing the kids or anything like that. Don't be, don't be writing in asking me. Do yes, we do. We discipline over here. Yes, right. yes, right. yes, we do. As well, we do. Yeah, right. um, it was just that one time, Ayana. Um, she was a small child. She was, she was acting up in school mm -hmm. outside, and I mean, she just and, and I had to spank her. Right. Okay. And um, and and I told her why. You know mm -hmm. why I had to spank her. Now, as far as Amari concerned, um, I don't even recall. Uh, maybe, maybe when we did, uh, uh, a baby or, or what have you. Uh, we don't spank babies, Charles. I, I'm talking about when he was small, maybe three or four. Uh, or we don't spank three or four year olds. What you mean, like a tap? Uh, no. Disclaimer, disclaimer, disclaimer. Um, I, that, right. I, I am not but a part you of this. Well, I just want to make sure. Make sure you're very clear. Yeah. I don't want people to think we're over here abusing our children. Other than that, you know, um, we understand that discipline has to be enforced in this household. Right. Truly, yes. truly is the master. That's Same all I'm going to say. Yes. Well, she's the master. I will say, in in his in Chuck's defense, that it's nothing wrong. I don't like the fact that I'm the disciplinarian because you know that's not that's not good because they might not come to me about certain things because of that. However, I am also a I can talk. But I am a very, um, I'm a little high strung. I don't know if anybody knows that. I can be a little high strung. <laughs> we all know. We got you, Julie. <laughs> I can get a little excited and animated and emotional. Um, but I can be reasonable. Um, there's a time and a place for everything. And, and I believe in respect. And I think you have to discipline kids by certain because if you let it go too far, it right. get carried away. Mm -hmm. But I, I love the fact that we do balance each other out mm -hmm. and he will talk and negotiate, but then he's going to say, well, let me, let me talk to your mom and mm -hmm. see. So he's, he's still involving me, mm -hmm. even though he's saying I'm the, you know, mm -hmm. uh, but he also uh, uses me to do the things that he don't want to do. Also, <laughs> I should say that. And we will leave it at that. Right. So I think. And I, and I, I, and I do, and I, and I do believe that if, um, not one parent, but it has to be both parents. And yes. that's why I do go to the truth. Right. Because and we do the same. Right. Yeah. You know, same here. Because um, we want to make sure that we're both on the same page. Right. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And I'm going to give you one more. Um, I had some questions in mind, but you, you know, you've said a lot of things today that uh, really made me, I thought, I mean, I, I feel like what you said, I, I knew anyway, but it still gave me a, 
a, a deeper feeling and an understanding of you. And I just want to kiss you. Yes, sir. <laughs> it's hey, so no. sweet. I mean, <laughs> <child. laughs> Family. <laughs> Chuck said, Hold on now. Climbing y'all, family going after. <laughs> we gotta get them off the mic. But, uh, <laughs> but I just want to say that if you had a, if you could have looked into your future, would you have known that you would be able to share your life with a, a woman such as Tisha? and raise kids and be on the same level of parenting? Like, is this more than you hoped for? Is this more than you thought it would be? Or it, or did it, did, did what you want to be as a father, did it, has this met your expectations or are they greater than? You know, and more. And more, okay. And more, true, thanks for asking that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, because- Because like you were speaking, we have to communicate here first mm-hmm. to adults. Right. And, Every like you say, everything we did from day one, when I met her, when I saw her, mm-hmm. I told to my Lord, I said, Lord, she's not married, she's not in a committed relationship, she's gonna be my wife. Mm-hmm. So I claimed that. Mm-hmm. And here we are. Right. You know, and then we prayed on our kids. Here they are. Mm-hmm. So everything we asked, it was a blessing okay. from the Lord. So beginning situations in where we talk and don't, you know, we always talk, mm-hmm. but like you say, how we talk, mm-hmm. how we talk to our kids, how mm-hmm. we discipline our kids. Mm-hmm. They got me wrapped around their fingers. <laughs> oh, yes. But the, but the main thing, I turn back. When they tell me yes and yes, mm-hmm. well, I got to double check with Queen. Mm-hmm. Queen has this one. Is that She's doing all right with this? Mm-hmm. Right. Okay, mm-hmm. everything's in order? Mm-hmm. Okay, um, mm-hmm. she asked me for this. Okay. Okay, um, you know I'm not going to tell her no, she's doing the right thing. Right. So if she's not telling me the truth, mm-hmm. and I found something else, then no, that word comes in no. <laughs> right. And so, um, right. and I'm strong on that. I'm strong on that. You have to earn your keeps in this world. Yes. Okay. And by my kids being very opinionated, <laughs> very, they speak their mind mm-hmm. just like me. Mm-hmm. You know, and I love that about mm-hmm. them. So the confidence level is there. That's great, though. That's a great you quality know, to have. Yes. Uh, yes. You have to have the confidence level mm-hmm. and have that fear that. Okay, if I tell you the truth, I should be all right. Mm-hmm. Okay, if I lie to you, I know the I know the consequences. So if I tell the truth, I don't have to fall back on the consequences. Mm-hmm. And I try to teach them that. So I haven't caught them in a lie or anything in years. It might be a little something I didn't even do homework on. Okay. But like the question that you asked, get back to that. It's more. Oh wow. That's great. It's more. Mm. You know, it's like you say, it's a challenge. Mm-hmm. Every time you always they're getting older, they're changing, they're females. Mm-hmm. So they change like who? <laughs> so I'm yes, like, yeah. yes, Lord. We keep changing. Right, right. Exactly. But mm-hmm. but it's for the best I see that they're doing. Mm-hmm. The best. Mm-hmm. From school to home. That's they have cars and motorbikes now. And mm-hmm. it's like I see that responsibility. I see that checking in, you know, and yeah, they question you. Yes, why? Mm-hmm. Why? Okay, then you sit there and you tell them why. But from our queen here, she makes everything in order. She makes my job much easier. Like I said, I work around the clock mm-hmm. and everything, but I check in. Mm-hmm. And maybe everything, all right, where the girls at? What they doing? Mm-hmm. You know? And I want to know where they are. So I call them. Mm-hmm. And then again, now, here they go. They calling me. Right. Now where you at? Right. So that bond is growing. That's right. great. So it's more. This that right there by itself is mm-hmm. more than I expected. 
Because mm-hmm. you know? I was hard hit. I ain't checking in. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm out doing my thing. You know, I know I ain't supposed to go out anywhere. I was punished. So, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> so it was a challenge. Yeah. But to see things reflect as we get older mm-hmm. and we see ourselves in them. Right. And then we see the things we should have did, we didn't do, but they're doing it. Right. The right thing. Mm-hmm. So it's like it works. Yeah. It works. So I've got one for you, Chuck. Okay. <laughs> Just think about it. So are you where you thought you would be at this point in your life? Yeah. I never even dreamed that I would be here in, the, um, in my life. Mm-hmm. You know, I am truly, truly blessed to be married to this lady right here. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would not be where I'm at if it wasn't for Trudy. Oh, you know, um, I mean, uh, like I said, you know, my mentor here encouraged me to go back to school. Trudy made sure right. that I was ready yeah, to yeah, go back to school. Yes. You know, um, she support me. Uh, oh, I'm going to tell you just one thing, and this is this is coming from my mother. And she knew that Trudy was the right one. Oh. Okay. Um, when I told my mother mm-hmm. that um, I met this young lady, her name is Trudy. Mm-hmm. And she said that uh, if I wanted to keep dating her, I have to wear a hearing aid. My brother said, who, who, who is that? <laughs> oh, you need to keep on dating her. Because <laughs> you need to go get your hearing aid. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> you need to hold on to that one right there. Okay, she knew. She's going to so, take so, care of you. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I wouldn't got me a hearing aid. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but um, I have two beautiful children. Mm-hmm. Yes, you know, you we are so, I'm, I'm so proud of it mm-hmm. Um, You know, just, just, I mean, you, you just couldn't ask for much. I mean, the young you know, the school, She's very respectful. Mm-hmm. Um, she got her degree, and she went in cheerleading. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, and then I have a mind. Oh man, did she just? He just, you know. Right, um, man. Yeah, you know that, that that that's my boy. You know, yeah. and um, I'm, I'm a change. You know, I was just so proud when I, um, you know, when I started coaching him. Mm-hmm. I mean, that that just that just a. I proud. I mean, I know I have my hearing disability and there's some things, you know, with some challenges, right. you know. Yes, Lord. But um, it was just a proud moment, right. you know. I never thought I would be coaching, you know, mm-hmm. for, you know, uh, for my son on right. my basketball team. And um, just to be where we are, I'm just, I'm just truly thankful and truly blessed. I know in my heart as a father that I have done and that I am doing the best yes. that I can be. Yes. You know, it's ten times move. Yes. yes. I'm not, I'm not saying, you know, my father was not, like I said, he was just different. Mm-hmm. He just instilled discipline. And, and what I want to do to my time, this is with the message that I want to share to a lot of the fathers out there. Because I think we tend, you know, in, in, in the um, in the black community, mm-hmm. they got their stigma you know, fathers don't kiss their son no. or they don't tell their son that they love them. Mm-hmm. Because I'm gonna tell you, those, those are very powerful. Yes, words. yes. Powerful sweet, words, sweet. Yes. you know. And 
I make sure when I take when I put my son in bed, he, he's eleven years old. Mm-hmm. You know, I tell him every night, mm-hmm. I love you. Yes. Okay. Um, I try to make it every day. I'm proud of you. Mm-hmm. You know, um, when he was on the basketball team, hey, don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. You get it the next game. Mm-hmm. I'm proud of you. Mm-hmm. And then there's sometimes them say, hey, I think I know you can do better. Right. Yes. In your schoolwork, mm-hmm. keep doing what you do. I, I know you can do better. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to be mean, but I'm just, I'm just, I want to, you know I want you to do the best. Right. Okay. Right. And that's all we can ask of you. Right. You know, like the other thing, the best that you can be. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, um, you but know. you kind of, you kind of answered that last one that I was going to give to both of you guys, a piece mm-hmm. of advice you would leave for your son. So you saying to the, to the black fathers out there or the future or your son, when he becomes a father is to tell your kids, you love them, right. whether it's a male or female Absolutely. to kiss them, tell yeah. them you're proud of them. Absolutely. Yeah, that yeah. is. When it you think about that, way. I mean, even, yeah, I mean. Because believe, I don't mean to catch you up, because believe it or not, and um, I would, I don't know if you all, but I, I read the, 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 the Facebook and the Reddit and all mm-hmm. that, and then the question was, have any of your parents ever say that they loved you in the past? And most of the people that were in the 40s or 50s, and my mother and father have never said that, you know, when we were growing up. Growing up. Yeah. Okay. And um, I know when, when I moved mm-hmm. um, to, to my birth mother, you know, she did say it, but uh, back then it was, hey, son, proud. I'm proud of you, son. Mm-hmm. Uh, son, I love you, son. Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, son, um, you know, um, you know, keep doing what you're doing. It was never emotion. those type of words, mm-hmm. you know. And um, so, and that's what I tried to give to Amari, and like Trudy was just uh, just saying, that's what I, I'm hoping, and that's what these fathers, or to be fathers, yes, yes. to do. Say it, hug them, kiss them, yeah. tell them. Well, you know, part of, I think part of being a parent is that you take on what you got from your parents, what you got from your environment and what you learn. So what I always say is that they didn't get that growing up. So they didn't know to give that to us. Some people can, can do different than what they got. And some people just repeat the same thing. Right. right? right. So you, you, you got to look at it like that. And, you know, I, I saw true. something mm-hmm. recently and Tisha and I discussed this outside of the podcast, but anything that you might be not saying that anyone here is holding it, but I'm just going to say this, anything that you're that you feel that your parents didn't do for you as a child, or you felt like they, you got to just forgive them and let it go because they did the best they could do with what they had. But we have, you know, technology and information and, you know, we're, we're in places, we still got a lot of places to get into, but we're sitting at more tables and we're more able to go and do things, you know, more things than we could before. So, yeah, I think that's a great message to leave. Daryl, do you have any, you want to leave with the the fathers out there or your son to let him know what's, what he should, what advice you would give him? I should have a son. Okay. They call him stepson. I know him since he was six years old. Yeah. I call him son. That's right. And he's 27 years old now. 26, I'm sorry, 26. And I still tell him I love him. Mm-hmm. Okay. And no matter what, you all right? Mm-hmm. Checking in. Your schoolwork okay? Your job okay? Yeah. Did anything? All right. So 
He's in his own little world. He's growing. He's doing his thing. He comes home, check up on us, mm-hmm. make sure we all good and everything. So main thing is check in with your kids. Mm-hmm. Make sure that everything is in order because we assume a lot. Right. Mm. Everything looks good. Right. But inside, you be dying inside. Mm-mm-mm. So keep checking on your kids and tell them you love them. Mm-hmm. Spend some time with them. Okay, mm-hmm. it's like one day a month. Okay, they growing with so heavy. Take them fishing. You got a bond there. Yeah. So I remember I took a fish for the first time and everything. And we just had a nap. We just just going, leaning over the rail. He took the rail from me. He was only seven years old at that time. Okay. He got over the rail. I watched him. I watched him. He grabbed a hundred and something fish on the net. Wow. And, wow. Mm. and right then and there, I said, son, you be a fisherman, a man. <laughs> you know? And I looked at him, you know, and I still reminded him of that day. And they still want to go fishing. I, I do it with my daughter once in a while, but it's like, now they grown, they got their jobs. I'm like, okay, what about this family reunion thing? What about this family gathering thing? Mm-hmm. Again? Mm-hmm. And we can't let that slip away. That's right. Because you see it in this world today. We are so divided, even yes. our families. Yeah. Yes. You know, yeah. the generations. And it started from the first beginning of the Bible. Mm-hmm. Right. The generations, that's how it was built. Right. But they came along, they destroyed that. Mm-hmm. They separated. Yeah. So now we're enemies against one another. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, so we should be embracing one another. Mm-hmm. Right. Just like the kids that come through your front door. Right. Mm-hmm. Hug them so when you see them. Tell yeah. them you love them. You know? And we leave it there. Just tell me you love them. Tell them you love them. All right. That sounds like a good wrap up. This has been the fatherhood topic. I mean, giving us all that fatherhood wisdom. Round of applause to y'all. Y'all are amazing. We love y'all. We appreciate y'all. No need no thank you for me. Just responsibility. responsibility. I want to say keep doing what you're doing. Yeah, keep doing what you're doing. Keep doing what you're doing because you're doing it right. Yeah. And we're and we're blessed to be in your in your spirit and to be sharing the lives with you. And this is family for me. I feel like this is you're talking about family getting together. We have been separated by this COVID-19. I'm glad we were able to get together and fellowship. So that is our topic on fatherhood. We are back. Thanks for listening to our first episode of season two. 